The COVID-19 pandemic has had profound effects on global supply chains. And while in places like Australia, we may be more focused these days on inadequate supplies and delays, in critical medical areas, oversupply or maldistribution of supply remains a huge problem. The pandemics produced overwhelming levels of medical waste. Australia maintains a national medical stockpile that includes personal protective equipment like masks and gloves. If the stockpile is not used, it typically goes into landfill. But would it be better to donate dated PPE to developing countries? The World Health Organization says that for donated medical devices, there needs to be an adequate expiry date of at least one year after the time of donation. Dr Spring Zhao studies and lectures in supply chain management at the University of Wollongong. She's the co-author of a study that looked at the likely impact of donating excess PPE that's either close to or even past its labelled use-by date. Their results suggest it's viable and maybe even preferable in some respects. Dr Spring Zhao, welcome to Sunday Extra. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Spring, what got you interested in this issue? Yeah, so I work on supply chain, so I look at the supply chain problems in various contexts. So for this one, a lot of developed countries hold a significant amount of medical supplies just for health emergencies. We found that, you know, the expiration could be significant in these reserves. So we want to find out ways to reduce that expiration. So, for example, we looked at ways to rotate these medical supplies to hospitals for use. Um, but, you know, sometimes people say, you know, that requires some coordination mechanisms which are not in place. And sometimes the demand in the hospitals are not high enough to use all the reserves. So we, we tend to look at some alternatives. And then mm. at the same time, we found, we, we learned that, you know, in the world, there's a huge population who don't have access to these products. So like in the underdeveloped areas, people don't have enough masks or gloves to use. Sometimes they, they reuse these products or they don't even use them. So mm. we think, well, we have a lot of these products here and we have people who need these products. So donation could be an obvious solution. And then we found, oh, wait a minute, this is not encouraged because of that, you know, the guidelines that uh, the World Health Organization said the donations need to be within one year of shelf life uh, when they arrive at recipient countries. And that, that's like an assumption that you've challenged with your research. Indeed, you've written, Spring, that it's easy to assume that donating large volumes of fresh excess stock that's still within its used-by date mm -hmm. would be the best option. And I must admit, that is yeah. exactly what I assumed as well. Mm. Why do you say that's not the case? Well, we're not saying, you know, we shouldn't donate fresh products, but yes. just that we provide another perspective saying, well, look at it, donating these dated products is not that bad. It could be good in terms of the impact on the local market. Because when the products get to the recipient countries, they distort the local market. And that distortion will be significant if the products are free and their products are very good. So there's a focus on, on the effect that the donation has on the local market for producing um, similar products. 
yes, such distortion actually happens, you know, in South Africa. You know, when mosquito nets are provided mm-hmm. free in these countries, then, you know, people will just get these free products and they don't buy from the local market. And the local manufacturers were just negatively impacted. Some of them were driven out from the market. They can't sustain. Mm. Interesting. I think all of us have uh, an interesting relationship with uh, expiry dates and best before dates because uh, they do seem to be very conservative sometimes. Mm. Uh, but mm. also in the area of, of medical supplies, I'm sure we all think that it's very important that those expiry dates be attended to. What evidence is there that extending the shelf life of medical supplies can be done mm-hmm. in a way that is safe? Yeah. You know, we, we always know these shelf lives, you know, can be quite conservative in many products. In mm. terms of medical supplies, the United States run some program, which is called a shelf life extension program. So they took some products from the reserve and did a test and they found, you know, like 88% of the products can be extended. The shelf life can be extended by more than a year. And the average extension is 66 months. Right. So that's a very big window then for, and, and yeah, it's not hard to imagine that you could have very large amounts of supply donated within that window that could make a big difference in developing countries. Yes, exactly. That's why we think, you know, um, if we think about the type of the products, even when they are dated, they are not likely to cause harm. Um, and also, let me give you an example of the respirators, right? So if you think about respirator, um, if it's well stored, even though it's dated, uh, it's just less likely to perform at its full fun- potential, but they can still be functional. On Sunday Extra, we're speaking with Dr. Spring Zhao from the University of Wollongong, who's the co-author of a study modelling the effects of dated medical supplies donation on recipient countries. You also think that um, donating these supplies would actually be good in terms of the, the way that national stockpiles are managed. Is that right? Yes. You know, we, we looked at ways to rotate it uh, in cases where rotation doesn't work. And then donating these products could help the medical reserves to refresh their stocks and then avoid the waste of, of putting them into landfill. And Spring, as you say, you're, you're putting forward the, the paper and your article to promote a conversation about these issues of expiry dates and what's best to do about them. How would you like the research that you've done to be received by the community and potentially by national and international government officials? Um, yeah, as I said, I hope, you know, the could reconsider the other regulations about the expiry uh, expiry date. But at the same time, I don't want our message to be misread. And this certainly needs to be accompanied by some safeguards and some coordination mechanisms. And yeah, this needs to be discussed and studied as well. Mm. Have you sent your paper to the World Health Organization, Spring? No, not yet. 
It certainly is a thought-provoking and conversation-stimulating piece, uh, both the research and your contribution to the conversation. Uh, Dr Spring, Joe, thank you so much for speaking with us on Sunday Extra. Thank you. And the conversation piece that Spring referred to is called What Should Rich Countries Do With Spare Masks and Gloves? It's the opposite of what the WHO recommends. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.